The DWA podcast is recorded live to SD card at the old Wrigley building in Santa Cruz, California. Driving while awesome podcast radio hour. <laughs> oh God. Yo, do you guys know what a fluffer is? GTO Mellow Grinds. Oh, I got a PT Cruiser. It's a convertible. It's really cool. Oh, this smells of crayons for you. <laughs> hey, YOLO, you only have one life. Do you have coilovers? No, beat it. Yeah, I'd say that's a pretty good podcast right there. <laughs> Damn it, I screwed it up. Welcome to Driving Well Awesome. My name is Warren. I'm Lane. I'm Art. And I'm Brian. Uh, happy holidays to everyone. And this, this is a Driving Well Awesome December, podcast. It's a Lexus to remember. Thank that you good, for that. Dude. God. I was kind of getting worried that I wouldn't hear that again this year. I know it, it's been hidden in deep in me through this COVID uh, phase. Uh, <laughs> Dude. Yeah. You like, haven't done that in like, I would say well over a year actually. Damn. You're right. Art, is that like uh, Christopher Walken holding the watch? That's right. Yeah. Yeah. I had to smuggle it through uh, Vietnam. Yeah. <laughs> it's been hidden deep in me. <laughs> It's I way better than your robot voice, dude. You should use that more often. No, yeah. don't encourage that. I, either I, of them. Way better than the robot. Oh, Lane, do you want poison oak or poison ivy? Like, <laughs> <laughs> I think, is it ivy worse? Isn't ivy deadly? Am I tripping or something? Well, there we go. So yeah. there is a difference. Um, and I'm kind of like, I have an immunity to the fucking the uh, movie guy voice. Right. I don't know. I, I think the movie guy <laughs> voice is bad, actually. I, I kind of like <laughs> robot guy better. It's a little, oh, I think he's a little really less good extreme, it, dude. I mean, Dude, Chris I mean, Brown, I've, who was on our podcast, uh, movie movie maker Chris yeah, Brown, yeah. he uh, had a podcast about movies, yeah. seen unseen movie reviews. If you want to go check it out, I have no idea if it's still out there. But um, he re- he interviewed that guy, the movie voice guy. Oh, really? That guy's dead. Who was on, who was on like you know eighty percent of the trailers? He was in a world where yeah, he's dead. Driving well, awesome, and Lane or Art can follow follow along here there's a movie called in a world it's pretty good it's about that that basically oh. based on that guy oh it's really Lake bell joint oh i gotta check yeah. it out it's good dimitri martin's in it oh nice yeah. i know you're a fan lane who huh what huh? you dimitri martin i am yeah yeah i know in a world he's good yeah in a world of vehicles that have been driven slowly and, and uh, so lake Be- the actress lake bell i don't know if you guys know who she is but she's the redhead um, but she's in a bunch of movies, and uh, she directed that movie. I believe she wrote it. Um, but interesting car thing: her dad owned several racetracks, including like hmm. I want to say like uh, Virginia Speedway or something, and Atlanta Motorsports Park. Um, she owned a bunch, and they would like holiday with Paul Newman every year and stuff. So, um, kind of cool. Vir like the the big big one. I think it's for, yeah, exactly. Wow, that's cool. Yeah. Interesting. I love Paul Newman, by the way. He's my my um, hero. He's your guy? He's my guy. He's my idol. I think if I could live my life like Paul Newman, I'm doing all right. Yeah, yeah. you never hear anything bad about Paul, do you? Yeah, he was a really awesome guy. Yeah, he was a really good dude. A yeah. philanthropist. He was very good looking. He did. He was very famous, oh, yeah. but, but, but very approachable, <laughs> you know? Um, uh-huh. you uh-huh. like, is that what he said? <laughs> <laughs> well, you're like, he was nope. very good looking. <laughs> those eyes. He was very good looking. He those was a blues, philanthropist. He blues. was very good looking. I mean, any, he, he had nice legs. <laughs> salad dressing. By the way, just edged out philanthropy is the number one. I mean, just barely yeah, lost it. Number five it. is he was a race car driver. <laughs> Yeah, and he also yeah, made he's it. really into Nissan. Really into salad dressing. Really into salad dressing. Hey, he makes Very popcorn. He makes all kinds of pizzas. Salad is, there, yeah. is there a pasta? Is there a pasta salsa? Salsa. Yeah, there's a pasta sauce. There's, a, there's, there's, <laughs> there's a so many pasta sauces. Sauce? By the way, I think sauces, that might have been number one. I think pasta sauce is number one. Yeah, I think dressing's number one. Dressing's number one. That's what I think. Yeah, I think popcorn or dressing. Maybe you're right. Yeah, maybe right. It was really close. I think that's what he kicked it off with dressing yeah i think you might be right Mm -hmm. i think you might be right yeah but did i tell you guys how good looking this man was (laughs) i heard he was (laughs) he's so good looking they they colored him on the label just everyone would see that's right yeah that's what you want Yeah, you don't see fucking uh Uh, by the way 
Well, I was, I was, I was going to name some other salad dressing, uh, Hidden Valley Ranch, but that one does have a Hidden Valley on there. <laughs> it does have a, ranch, a little ranch on there. There's Annie's, of course. We all know Annie's, yeah. and that's yeah. she's on there. I lo- by the way, I love the Is SNL it? Aunt Jemima skit. Did you guys see that? Mm-mm. Yeah, that, that was, was good. really funny. That was a few oh, episodes yeah, yeah. back, yeah. right? Um, hey. By the way, but we you mentioned Alexis to remember whatever fucking winter to <laughs> remember dreams. or whatever it's earth dreams <laughs> it's so yeah, it's so um, memorable dude because we were talking about that that lexus commercial they they spoofed it on snl a couple weeks ago yeah and that and was, it was, uh, it was we it were was very on point dude it was very good yeah it was perfect they didn't all they didn't get into the fact that you have to deal with the bow after the fact they didn't cover that we oh, were like this is going to be two recycling runs in our little <laughs> trash can yeah you know and they how do you get that. it off and uh yeah Whoa. But uh, kudos to DWA for being um, very relevant. Yeah, well, the the writers basically probably talked listen. About, they do. I know. I like. I think we talked about it, and then it was that that Saturday it came out. So I'm gonna I'm gonna make you guys jealous hmm. right now since we're talking holidays um, and speaking relevance. Uh, Kevin, Mr. Kevin Grunman of AutoWorks Detailing, just dropped off some gifts on my deck. Look at that. I don't know what that hey, is. Gifts, plural. Uh, I'm, I'm pretty sure uh, it's uh, it's it's kids. It's for the kids. Um, is that just a, a coffee chilling under the chair? We don't have kids. <laughs> yeah, I just I just leave a coffee out there for the coffee gods. It's an offering. Um, no, that uh, Brian, that is a pot with dirt in it and nothing in it. Oh, okay. That's what that is. Yeah. Yeah, he dropped off some Snoop Dogg wine with me. Oh, that's, that's, that's what that's I got. Snoop Dogg wine. We have some. Are you guys too. serious? Is that really a thing? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's called awesome. Thirteen yeah. Murders or something. Whoa, or Thirteen Criminals or something. It's pretty cool Damn. seeing a wine bottle with Snoop Dogg's face on it. That's all I, I think know. Thirteen Criminals, right? It's something yeah. like that. Yeah. Does he chug it like a forty, like straight out of the bottle? Okay. I want. It comes in a wide mouth. All oh, right. I was gonna say orale, but that is, oh. <laughs> this is not oh, all right. <laughs> wrong, wrong. Uh, I don't even know what's happening. Exactly. Right exactly. <laughs> um, oh, I want to mention we just, we just, I just got my mail and I, I got a gift to DWA from uh, Colin Hill, our boy. Oh, um, nice. Our dude. The, the I got a dude. Christmas card. I got a Christmas card Colin too. Hill. Yeah. Did you pop it open? Yeah. And he and he mentioned DWA on the on the Christmas card. Yeah. Oh, gangster. I love it. It's pretty pretty hardcore. But he sent this up. This is like right up Brian's alley. Sweet. Or you know all of our alley, I think. But um, Snickers bar. It is oh, a sports long. car rally handbook by Gene Hammond. Oh, dope. That's Ooh, awesome. that's neat. Cool. Oh man, and you had me at uh, stopwatches. Proven techniques for winning time and distance rallies. And who's the the author? Well, uh, it's a guy named Gene Hammond. Any mention of his Jack appearance? Handy. Was he a good-looking guy? Maybe you think, or uh, I think he was really <laughs> extremely, <hot>. extremely. <laughs> this guy worked out. Not his brain, but his abs. That's not his abs. <laughs> <laughs> he made he, he made great out. salad dressing. Um, he was also good at undressing. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Dude, by the way, Art, that salad dressing. Undresses you with its eyes. <laughs> exactly. This is true. Don't you? This is true. Every time exactly. you look into those baby blues, I'm like, stop it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it was watch, originally so, uh, published in 1958. Wow. And this is the 1962 edition. Okay, so Ooh. I should go grab mine. <laughs> uh, it was one dollar, dude. What a cheap present. <laughs> <laughs> it's the thought that counts. <laughs> you, by the way, you know that was in like a free library. <laughs> It was I like know, dude. He might have ordered it online can you, or something. Can you show? Yeah, yeah. Just looking at the let's one dollar awesome. right there. Let's stare at the cover a little oh, bit longer. Oh, I thought it was written on the inside. I really no, hope that no, he left it there no, for us. No. That's awesome if he so, left it on there on purpose. That's very cool. Yeah, very, so very cool. Uh, this is an interesting thing. So I just I just got a an old book like that. Um, I think it was MGA. 1972 or something, and it's like, um, the uh, basically North American rally, and it's all about the rally scene in North America mm. in 1972. So I read the intro that it just came in yesterday and I was a little disappointed because it's like, uh, something like, you know, uh, there are a lot of different types of rally in the U S. Um, this one's going to focus mostly on gimmick rallies and time TSD rallies, time, speed, distance. And it says in there, like, uh, you know, there are, FIA style rallies, um, which is basically like the world championship stuff. Um, but that's only really for the hardcore 
people and it's not the majority. So there are a few, cha- you know, there's a little bit on that, but it's mostly on these other gimmick and TSD rallies, which is a little disappointing. And I don't, I, to this day, I don't know, like you guys have heard that thrown around, right? TSD rallies. Like, what is that? It's not like all out closed road performance rallying, right? No, it's time speed distance. Yeah, but so what's it's, the, what's it's, the deal? Like a tour? Like, like that's a like the silver st- sort of thing? It's well, no, like, like nerd shit, state. dude. It's all about no, like no, it's putting the yourself state. in a certain Brian, category. You, and mm-hmm. It's just like you guys did on the, the silver state or well, whatever. Brian, you did a rally that was times that exact But setup. that is a closed silver road state, and right? it's all out, like as fast as you can go. I think that what they're talking no, about is not. not closed road. No, it's only in your if you're on in in unlimited category for you guys. No, it was absolutely well, a I mean, closed road. road. Every single competitor yep. was on a closed road and it was it was it's, drive it's as fast out, as you dude. want. No, no, because like so say a Mini Cooper, if you enter in that car, you're you're supposed to do an average of 120 miles an hour. If you go over 120 mi- miles an hour, you you're you're you lose. Well, the yeah, furthest well, from that. Sure, it, uh, the, the idea here is, the, the, I mean, I don't know. So is that what you're saying? Like TSDs are all closed roads? Because I mean, you can yeah. class yourself whatever, right? So you well, do I think it, you so could you do a TSD. Fly, you know, you're you're you bombing, right? Like when we, I mean, you could do a TSD at speed limits. And you would say whoever gets closest yeah. wins. I mean, that's the nerd part mm-hmm. of it. That's Silver State is that you're trying to be 150 mile, miles an hour average, mm-hmm. which is what we yeah. did. And the person closest to 150, and it's down to like the, you know, millionth of a second or something. Uh, but wins. then the, the real, so that's the, uh, at the surface level, that's that's what you tell the cops you're doing. But then the real thing is there's a 200 mile per hour club and everyone's trying to like reach these top speeds. Like that's the reality. Wait, of wait, it. but no, it's got to no, be, no, okay. No. But it's road, roads are closed in, in Silver State. Yeah. That's I what mean, I'm saying. And I, I, but these other time speed distance ones, I, I don't think it's common for them to close the roads entirely. And if it is, you know, are there others that are, more local that do that. I don't think so, right? And like what the hell's know. a poker run just, and what does gimmick rally mean? Like there there's there's like <laughs> driving tours, I yeah. think. I don't know what a poker run because I'm not sixty two. So I've never right? I've yeah. been on one. Hey, Brian so I haven't reached full poker run age. I'm just, I'm trying to the, figure, aren't you at, you're asking us what these things are, but then she yeah. buy a book about it? No, well, I mean, I, like I said, it just came in. It just came in yesterday, so I haven't read the book. Oh, okay, I'm, I'm telling you, I'm describing for you that I'm disappointed. I'm looking at the intro, and it's like, oh, gotcha. we're not going to focus on performance rally, even though the cover of the book. And maybe I shouldn't be judging books by covers. Oh, I don't know, but, damn. Oh, there you but go. the cover. I'm going to go get it. You guys just talk amongst yourselves, you jerks. <laughs> uh, what jerks? <laughs> I thought there was uh, but a chance. Silver State, I mean, there is different categories. You're not just going all out the whole time. That's the point. Yeah, no, you are going all out all the time because the lowest category, I think, was like. No, it's a 100 mile per hour category, dude. There's like really low ones. Yeah. No, I think it was like the highest. Oh, I could look it up, but I no, think it so was for like, like exa- For example, Matt Farah and Zach Claffman entered a few years ago in a Mini Cooper, John Cooper S or whatever. Yeah. They were in like you have to move up categories. You're only allowed like your first time. You can only be in like the 110 mile per hour category. Sure, sure. You could have a way more powerful car, but you're not. So you're not going all out the whole time. You're trying to get to 110 miles an hour. Um, no, I understand that, but you yeah. you're still dealing with closed roads and I know, but you're not uh, going. You're not trying to get the fastest time. No, no, no. Point. You're trying to get 100, but averaging 110 over distance requires you to go much faster at times. So. Yeah. So their thing was they went like. 20 miles an hour over average okay. and they totally lost. Right. But they we were in care. the hundred. They were trying to have fun. Right. Right. Know, right. More, more yeah. yeah. We were in the 150 mile an hour class, which is pretty competitive. A lot of cars fall into that. Yeah. And we were at 151.5 and we were like 12th place. Yeah. So that's like how close. This it's is so weird though, right? A random page of this book and it says enter it's um, in capitals entering a checkpoint from the wrong direction or during the incorrect leg of the rally. And then it's like, and then it, it says, look out. <laughs> what? <laughs> okay. Jokes back then were That's their, a whole different thing. Yeah. It's funny. I was listening to a podcast where they're talking about how everyone, everyone now thinks that they're a little funny. And like a long time ago, it was like, there's funny people. Huh. And now everyone's like TikTok, YouTube, Instagram. They have angles and 
jokes, jokes. So what you're saying is that you, you would have qualified as a funny person like without all these things? Do you think you would I think we all would think have. you would have crossed that line, crossed the threshold? <laughs> to professional funny man. Yeah, like yeah. back back in the day, you would have been considered a funny man. I mean, dude. well, Brian, <laughs> yes, let me ask you this. Do you own a joke book? No. How many? How Wham, many? Wham does. Wham yeah. has a joke book. Yeah. Somewhere. I haven't used it in a while. It's full. That's why. Whoa. <laughs> Wow. Uh, Brian, are we still waiting for you to read, or what's well, going no, on? Well, no, I'm here? just. I wanted to just show you the cover and everything. Uh, and so I, can't I don't tell what is on the cover. It's like a mad nerdy dashboard. Yeah, it's like a really nerdy thing. Yeah, right there. You should judge that book by its cover, dude. probably. Uh, yeah, and, and, and <laughs> a dude would... in like with big sideburns without. I still would have bought it. I still would have bought it, Brian. That's a rad. That's, that's a rad cool. cool. And I mean, you know, Throw I'm just. The... Uh, we literally put on rallies. <laughs> Right, we've been doing it for years. Drives, yeah. You know, rallies. Well, that, that's the thing. There's so many different that that name sure. can mean so many different things, and I I don't yeah. think I and know. So, so while I think technically the, you're right about the these closed road like in Nevada, uh, 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 whatever they're called, the Silver, Silver State, State stuff. And you did the Pony. You did the Pony Express, right? Yeah, I think I did two different ones, but. Um, Pony Jeez. Express is oh one. This guy, man. Dude. <laughs> what? Pony Express. What car, car did you do it in? Oh, it's the 56 Chevy convertible. I think. With a roll with cage. With a roll cage. I think that was. Uh, I think. I nitrous? feel like it was. Or was it supercharged or something? Um, yeah, or what does he have built in there? Motor? I, think, I can't remember. Yeah, he's got some extras up, up on top. Wait, you're just throwing in stuff. You're like, or a built motor? I don't know. Something. <laughs> well, I remember no, it was special. Stock. Yeah, it was, I, th- I think he. I think it is nice. Some option. He's, it's basically a, a drag race car. Is what he built it for. Weirdly. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's what I was. That's what I remembered. Uh, but I also wasn't. I can't remember it. which class we did either. I I I was thinking it was like <laughs> 150 or something crazy. But again, it was just like whatever. Uh, We're, it doesn't. It doesn't really matter. He was just looking to have fun with that car, you know. Yeah. And then I did it with them in the Viper too. I guess they were both the Pony Express because I kind of remember it being the same, the same course. <laughs> this guy's. It's okay. What do you What do you want to say, Warren? What, what do you want to say? I don't know. You want me to remember every fucking remember. detail, man? For you, oh, you every mean like story? What? <laughs> Where you were? I don't know. It was like, uh, well, it's a little. <laughs> I'll, tell, I'll tell you what. It's a little twenty-four hour of oranges. It really doesn't remember. matter. It's it's, like it's beside the point. <laughs> You're distracting from the main point I'm bringing up, which is I think that those are I technically TSD rallies as you describe. Yeah. Because you're supposed to hit 100%. here at some certain time, which it's I remember that being a topic. It's like we bomb, and that gives us a little extra time, so you coast in to try to cross at the right time. But really, but you can't go too slow. There's there's a rule there yeah, too, and it's like it really is like beside the point. At least for us doing it when he was in the Viper or in the 56. The 56 we were kind of just cruising, yeah. but. Really, the thing is, you're going through the canyons at super high speeds, and that's like a very exciting thing to do. It's a closed road, and you don't have the opportunities to do that. So, uh, technically, you're right, but I think the closed road thing is pretty special in those cases. I don't know anybody who's doing these other uh, these other TSD rallies, and like, what, do people have anymore, fun with Brian? that? And what is that like a? I think it's an old person thing, and I think they did do it a lot back in the day, but. I don't think people would have fun doing it because I think it is basically like the speed limit and you know, you're trying to get in at that, at that, in that certain window. It's like, it's like the age of reading, like navigation is the big thing here too. And it's like the age of unfolding paper maps and planning stuff. And now it's Mm -hmm. like, you know, we print out route books for our participants. Ours is a yeah. completely different thing. It's just having fun in the back roads. That uh, was the challenge, like, right? Was like, yeah, you got to find places. This route and now and we have phones, and it's like, oh, we mm-hmm. you just plug in the address. Like, challenge accepted yeah. and completed. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Maybe. yeah. Also, probably a lot easier to close roads fifty years ago. Mm-hmm. Been, yeah. yeah, and it was you need a hay bale and yeah. a rooster. And a, yeah. Um, anyways, it's it's. What does the chapter say about poker runs? It's not in there. It doesn't say it by name, poker run, but it's gimmick rally. I I haven't. Like I said, I I just skimmed through the intro of it. Gimmick rally, maybe just like stopping at weird checkpoints and having to oh, run like around lemons. a tree or something. You know, like, like lemons. Where they, yeah, like lemon style or. Um, and yeah, I, yeah. well, I would Go I would the guess that yarn ball. The, yeah, like poker runs would be a part of that. 
so it, would it, would you guys find it interesting for me to read through the chapters? No. Uh, <laughs> yeah, give okay. us some highlights. Well, I'm I I don't I'm not going to do that. Uh, the American way of rallying, <laughs> novice rallying, and seat of the pants class. The fine art of the navigational rally, gimmick rallies, rally ease. Uh, they're just talking about the lingo, I guess. Ten pages of that. So it sounds like you need to read this book and then average come back and educate. I us. think I, I have better books to read after getting it. Uh, you know, uh, <laughs> average speeds, counting the miles, the time machines, the rally car, what it is and what it needs, checkpoints, becoming a rally master, classes and the championship rallies, professional rallying and the international set. That's probably the good chapter. Tips from the pros and the future of rallying as of mm, 1974. Oh, you should read the future. Yeah, this is the future as like, of 1974. Yeah, exactly. Go, uh, Warren, you have your hand um, up. Yes, um, I think that book is the perfect uh, candidate to just live in the backseat of your Volvo. Ooh. Yeah, mm. yeah, it could. Ooh, look at that. With, the, with the title up, you know, it's like if someone walks by and they yeah. go, what? Oh, shit. Yeah. This guy's playing chess. <laughs> <laughs> that is not that's not a checkerboard. <laughs> Thank you, Brian. Thank yeah, you. Know. Okay. Uh this is a Thursday edition. <laughs> Let's get back to basics here. Um I see Art stretching his neck. That's a good oh, sign. Yeah, I gotta He's do a little stretch before we start questions. Yeah. Wait, who did this last time? Who was stretching their neck? Was no, that, that was Art too? again. He had to stretch oh, okay. first. Yeah. It's like when get I used to, you know, right before I started the Street Fighter competition, you know? Yeah. Mm. I'm <laughs> Yeah, oh, I tried God. stretching my neck, too, just to see if it worked, but I forgot to keep track of how well I did with the questions. <laughs> oh, yeah. We should ask the listeners. They probably know. Yeah. Did you notice a difference? All right, you guys ready? Yeah. Let's do it. Um, I'm trying to find these Christmas questions because this show is coming out the day before Christmas, but I can't find it for whatever reason. Whoa. Oh, here it is. Uh, Colin M. Hill. What is up, Colin? He says, uh, what's each of your favorite Christmas albums? Whoa. I don't have one. Like music? Music. Music. Does anyone have a Christmas album? No. Well, like, do you play music on Spotify or Apple Music or anything? Yeah. Yeah. Spotify. How do you play Christmas music? Do you just a mix or a a station? Christmas music. There's some lame mix with like 10 songs and then the the rest of them suck. And you, you, yeah. (laughs) Just endure, endure Mariah it. Carey's fucking. Whatever. Is, is there any All album above and beyond Mariah Carey? Rubba pump pump. I mean, yeah, there's okay, a very very pump few, pump. right? There's like Run DMC's Christmas and Hollis, but that's not an that's album. Pretty good, but that's dope. Well, there's that comes from an album. It does uh, called. Uh, it's like 1984. Rock Merry the Bells Christmas or something. something rock. Yeah, it's got a very um, iconic cover by the artist so and so. Oh, that, that one artist, yeah. There's a Pogues song I like about Christmas. Um, I think it's the Pogues. Uh, we mm, have in the past stuff. had the Nutcracker on repeat, um, but oh, my go. daughter has uh, uh, kind of moved on from that. So, But that was the past couple of years, uh, I think. I do have a good recommendation for this. You guys can try it at home. Mm. Is Charlie Brown Christmas. Oh, that, right. That instrumental album yeah. is so iconic. Mm-hmm. It's 60s. San Francisco jazz guy who just busted that out for the movie and it turned into really? this kind of icon. So, so you do have a favorite Christmas, Christmas album. That, that's my wife is quite into Christmas. I will not lie to you. There's uh, quite a lot of decorations, yeah. boxes. And you're more of a things. Thanksgiving uh, by guy. Way, so, drove by yeah. Warren's house. He had maybe ten lights. <laughs> by the <laughs> way, inside like ten this, solo lights. Yeah, this fucking guy goes on like a Christmas light scavenge hunt and yeah. makes sure we all have Christmas lights. Apparently, yeah. so Brian, you probably were uh, inspected was at I, some point. Was I inspected, Lane? No, yeah, you were. You should have <laughs> tried. You should have tried. Was should have tried. The, uh, uh, Santa Cruzians don't really go to Scotts Valley. We just stay. <laughs> you know, we stay here. Yeah, well, stay along the coast. You would have so found a, a giant inflatable snowman on my roof. Late every day at 4 p.m. And just just recently, <laughs> I've extended the hours so it goes all the way through the night. There's a little hum of that little air pump in there. It's, there you go. It's quite all big. night. All night. Yeah, that's sweet. And well, my, my wife, who is also into into Christmas, um, you know, she challenged me the other day. She's like, "What the hell, man? The lights are off at 10 p.m." What kind of Christmas spirit is that? And I'm like, well, no one's coming around after 10. Like, let's save the electricity. 
But, you know, on yeah. second thought, I was like, well, yeah, why the hell am I skimping? These are LED lights. You know, this, this, uh, oh, yeah. I want the, I want the world to see this snowman that I've installed on the rooftop. Like, <laughs> come on. So now I'm going all night. It's all of it. It's buzz. It, a little hum of this uh, uh, motor, you know, pumping air into that thing. It's good. So we did the Vasona Park, like Christmas uh, parade. What are they so called? you'll drive to Los Gatos, but not Scotts Valley somehow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, it's like City of Lights, or I don't even know what the fuck it's called. But anyways, we did that last night, and uh, um, I don't know what my fucking point is. Oh, we listened to Christmas. <laughs> so you Chief forgot the, the name, time. and you don't have a point. They, okay, great. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They have you Let's listen start. to this certain channel, but it's just like the Christmas channel. Yeah. Um, so I got my fix. I think I heard like the same songs. Mm. Like three times each. Any Buble yeah. for like, you, man? You're a Buble fan, aren't you? Oh, Buble. I forgot about Buble. <laughs> I love it. I celebrate his whole catalog. solid, dude. And um, uh, there's a lot like that. Yeah, we the were classics. rolling in the Lexus, though. The sunroof is not as good uh, as the Subaru. Because the Subaru, we had that huge, like, full roof sunroof, you know? Yeah. The um, and that, that the Pano roof. And that was killer for this. But, the, you know, the Lexus... It's a decent sized sunroof, but it's not you know one kid at a time kind of deal. Yeah, as opposed to the yeah. the, the Subaru, which Stomp, all kind stomping of on your uh, center so this, console. Uh, this my song in. by the Pugs is uh, "Fairy Tale in New York." This rolls into the next question by Niceberg Slim, who says, "Christmas music in the car, yay or nay?" It sounds like Lane is leaning yay on this one. No, I'm <laughs> kinda, I'm over it. Dude. I don't, I'm Christmas music in general. I'm kind of like I I wanna want to listen to it and then I, I put it on and I'm over question. it. Uh, is anybody surprised? No. I'm a little surprised actually. <clears throat> Lane's kind of a sentimental Hallmark movie watching motherfucker. That's true. So oh, you think he would be a Christmas guy? I mean, I yeah. oh, I'm a Christmas I guy. do. Rom-coms. Warren um, saw my slippers the other day. Yeah. <laughs> He's got some fucking reds, puffy slippers. <laughs> well, you don't have puffy to hide like from us, Lane, if you really yeah. do feel that way. If you're you know, slippers are your thing. So, like I said, I want to like it. I put it on, and there's like three good songs, and then the rest of it's bullshit. And so, mm. so well, you got to listen to classic, classic Christmas. Go Nat King Cole. Go. Uh, I know, but it's, you know, that's kind of. Boring. I'll, I'll tell you what. That, you might agree with me, Lane. Here, uh, so I threw on the Misfits uh, uh, yesterday and was just jamming <laughs> out. Um, well, That's it's a mis- Misfits. It's Christmas. a Misfits playlist. Yeah, and I was just I was making a mental note like. Dude, the, the, the Misfits like kind of do Halloween up, right? Like it's kind of that's rad, Halloween, right? Yeah. I wish oh, we had an aggressive yeah. Christmas option. Yeah, uh, there's well, that's plenty of that po- stuff. People have done. I mean, it. the Pokes. I think I know it. the song no. you're talking about, but it, there is. A- it's about the drunk last night in the drunk tank. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. About, uh, that sounds. Familiar. And I loved you, and now I fucking I hate I mean, you, and it's and, a, they're Irish, you know. And, and obviously, like Halloween is like a dark holiday where, of course, you would get a band, you know, bands yeah. that are kind of like feeding into that. So it's you know not a great fit for Christmas, but it would be nice if um, there was uh, you know some uh, a selection of aggressive options. Yeah, I would like a little a little more like time put into this Christmas and music. Maybe even some like everything just covers stuff. right. So there's like there's like 15 songs and everyone like Buble doesn't write his own shit, dude. It's just all fucking re- uh, classics. The standards, yeah, it's lane. all the standards, mm. dude. So, yeah, you know. Fuck you, Buble. Like, right no, Buble's stuff. rad. Are you sure that... Or um, what's Buble's his name? Harry Connick Jr.? I'm sure he has a couple of Christmas albums. <laughs> Same thing, though. That's, yeah, know, just the standards. standards yeah. dude. Yeah. I mean, You're we know say you fuck have good Buble boys, with those, dude. Let's see you write some shit. Those golden pipes? By the way, he's a stoner. Little known fact. Harry? Buble. Buble. Oh, I well, thought... Harry, I, for sure. Like Harry. Harry's doing peyote <laughs> off the back of... Yeah. Harry's <laughs> so fucked up right now. There's exactly. Got, no one's seen him in years. There's a reason. Joke book guy, yeah. make a joke about uh, a bubble, bubbler and buble. <laughs> There's something in there. There's something in there. <laughs> I just like make a joke. <laughs> oh, little, little known fact. Misfits used to only play on Halloween. <laughs> this, is, this is the heaviest fact I've ever heard laid through down on me. I... That is, is crazy. How long Miss was Fitz that plays true? one day a year. Um, I think not very all long. throughout the early eighties or whatever, early to mid. Right, we're losing our non misfits. Uh, well, the misfits have. A, I definitely saw them later in the in the late nineties, but that was a bullshit version. Of yeah, well, they have a very interesting history, right? Like, just the the okay. the changes that that band went through. Like the original Misfits were like just one album only, I think, weren't they? And then it, the popular um, Misfits. 
uh, were like that was the second version or something like that. Maybe. Maybe was Jerry only the only? I don't know. Anyway. All right. Uh, Motor Affairs, a couple questions. I'm trying to think of which one we should ask, but he's asking if uh, Lane should do a VW 07K5 cylinder swap on his 944. Oh, so the VW 5 cylinder, because those boosted brothers, guys, that's what well, they Well, we were actually right? just talking about it. You were, yeah, you were kind well, of mentioning you, that that would be kind of a dream. Yeah, right? not you a to. VW 5 cylinder, though. It's yeah. a, well, that's, that's the, cool. the, that's the, that's the um, cool, TTRS slash RS3 engine. So that's a different engine, I believe. Um, well, we, I believe that's the he's talking about the Jetta five cylinder. Zero. Oh, okay. Wait, I'm I'm pretty sure that one's the RS three motor. Um, but I think zero he's saying K. I think he's saying Volkswagen just because it's like a VW group. Oh, uh, I thought he meant. I think it's the you know all the base model Jetta like the Rabbit or whatever a five cylinder and the Rabbits. Yeah, I think it's talking about those mo- those engines. That's that sounds pretty. That's the weak ass. And if move. you said Volkswagen, yeah. I would think you were talking about that engine. I'm pretty sure that the 07K is the TTRS one, but which is what we talked about, right? But anyways, that would be yes, awesome, yeah. And five cylinders yes, sound should. really good because it's half a V10. V10 sounds really good. You might be right though. I don't know. And he's saying he wants a video build series, which is. Nah, I'm not uh, doing that. That's not happening. <laughs> um, then he's saying, uh, up, does upgrading a car's engine from carbs to fuel injection ruin its sense of occasion? Uh, on that same note, does swapping to newer fuel-injected uh, motor also ruin SOC? So I guess if you went from one to the other, does it ruin your sense of occasion? So, huh. so uh, 914 with a Subaru swap. Yeah, there's definitely a little bit of loss there, but there's also some gain, right? Like, it's like a... SOC gain? Well, because you're gaining in gain. the... Yeah, because you're gaining in the performance, which is part of the SOC, I would, I would say. Yeah. That's true. Uh, and but yeah, it's that's that's a hard one to calculate. And then people who put carbureted motors in like newer stuff, it's not as common. What I mean, do you think about like putting the the inject? You know, making a car injected that was that was you know carb before. I mean, it depends on what you consider a sense of occasion, right? Because I think that tinkering is part of it for some people. And also some people like the fuel smell. Like I can't handle that shit. So to me, that's a negative thing. And I also don't want to tinker with it if I'm changing elevation and doing all that stuff, right? My name is Warren. I am Lane. And we are here to talk to you about Copart, a new sponsor of the Driving While Awesome podcast. We are excited to have them on board because... These guys are perfect for anyone looking for salvage cars. They have a lot of used cars, like new, slightly damaged vehicles, and even stuff from rental companies like Enterprise, Hertz, Avis, and Rent-A-Car. We know Brian's always looking for a minivan. Copart may be the perfect place to find that minivan, and it's an auction. So you get good photos. Uh, You kind of know what you're getting, unlike some of these Craigslist ads and whatnot. Um, they even have some kind of hard to find cars, right, Lane? Yeah, they have a uh, K trucks, like the uh, trucks that Warren and I drove on the recent Round Cat Rally, um, where we drove some Honda Acties, and they have a little. Uh, Warren searched Mitsubishi and found a little Mitsubishi K truck dump truck. Actually, we all know that auctions are kind of taking over here in the online world, and these guys have a mobile app. Um, 100% online auctions. Uh, once you get signed up, it's pretty easy to search for your vehicles, jump right into auctions. You can even save your searches and get email alerts for a specific vehicle, which is super useful. Um, and people aren't picking these cars apart before they're sold. This is, you buy the entire car, it's what you see is what you get. So, yeah. you know, when you go to pick and pull or pick apart uh, junkyard stuff, you get there and you think you're going to have a car left and all that's, you know, remaining is maybe the frame and uh, some old, I don't know. What's what's in the bottom of seats these I, days? I don't know, but I recently went to a, a pick and pull to try and find parts, and and uh, I basically wasted three and a half hours of my time because <laughs> the car go. had literally nothing on it. So I had one go. tail light, and it was cracked. But uh, oh, with this, perfect. this is the perfect thing for someone also. Like if you're swap, if you're doing an LS swap or any kind of swap, you buy the whole car. You're buying the ECU. You're buying the transmission. 
you know you're buying all these parts if you want to swap all these parts into a different car or if you just want to rebuild said car you know it might just you know some of these cars might have really minor damage or even no damage at all really but uh right yeah and a lot of our listeners are quite savvy with rebuilds and refurbishing cars so what better place to look than uh copart and you may find the perfect example of your car that needs a little love uh for a lot less so check out copart.com and uh, i would say bid with confidence Joining Copart is easy and affordable. Usually memberships start at less than $5 a month, but we're giving our listeners an additional $20 off the basic membership. Go to copart.com slash DWA to get your special offer. That's copart.com slash DWA. Find your next vehicle for less at Copart. I was chatting with Jeff Wise on Instagram a little while ago uh just about talking about the volvo and different options there and he so i don't i don't have a lot of experience i haven't dr- driven many carbureted cars um or you know i haven't really owned many he was saying that for him that was basically uh uh going over the line um that uh you know, going from carbs to fuel injection and we just lost lane huh yeah. Jump back in. Uh, and basically, he had said that uh, side draft Weber's is a, a a special thing that should be held, you know, separately from everything else. And so, even even if you did a motor swap, as long as you stayed with carburation and, in particular, a side draft setup, uh, you're you're holding on to that vintage vibe and the the sense of occasion. Um, Jumping to a different motor uh, with fuel injection and all of that modern stuff, kind of uh, you lose that. And I thought that was interesting input and worth. I, yeah, I'd yeah. like. Don't you I'd think like a lot of a the uh, carbureted? Don't you think a lot of the carbureted SLC is in that induction noise, and you can kind of like replicate that? I think a lot with uh, yeah with fuel well, injection. Like TVs, especially. I mean, you can do it. Yeah. I, I wish I had a better opinion on this. I, like, I just don't, I, I don't have enough experience with vintage cars to, to comment, really. But. Fair, fair enough. SF Production Gabe says, have you ever evaded authorities? Yes. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> First of all, Gabe, I don't know if you're a narc <laughs> now, but um, we don't really answer questions like that, so... Nice try. Did more. I've told mine on the podcast where I got caught. I still got pulled over, right? Where I like basically ended up at a stop sign, like facing the dude. Oh, right. You right, yeah, right away. Um, and, pulled away yeah. to my friend's house and he like pulled up behind me. And yeah, it was going Skeet, to Aaron Whiting's house in my 914. I was like racing our friend Jeff Purnell and his Triumph TR3, essentially like who can get onto Morrissey going left on the Morrissey who could get ahead of one another. And cause it turns mm. into one lane and uh, yeah, I, I won that. And that means I was the one that was pursued. <laughs> nice. So, <laughs> Congratulations. Yeah. New classics. No, Warren, did Warren, uh, you didn't oh. answer. Have you ever evaded the cops? The question. Did Warren ever make that ramen? He was talking about a few months ago. Yeah. He I, talked about it. Definitely did. This has been my quarantine yeah. skill that I picked up. I now know how to make legit nice. ramen. So I think the biggest breakthrough is that I I've now know where every uh, Asian, mainly Japanese market is in Silicon Valley. So I can now access the resources. Well, but, the uh, whole Silicon Valley. Yeah. The, well, the ones yeah. I need. Yeah. Okay. And um, yeah, so I can make a dashi now or a dashi, however you say it, uh, which is a broth and then add particular ingredients, get fresh ramen noodles. Um, I know the ratios. I can make the well, egg. Well, what if I told stuff, you that so, you could just go to uh, one place in uh, the Mitsuwa in, uh, off of Saratoga and you would be able to get everything you need, which is really... There you go. Been there many times, but Art, you have to realize oh, they have a line. Lines, so you have to have a another line. one in your back pocket. <laughs> yes, yes. Um, so there's those are options there, but... Yeah, so that's my uh, quarantine skill. Do you guys have anything you picked up during quarantine? Learn a language? Uh, Brian, are you speaking Pig Latin now? Or 
Uh, Oops, man, yeah. man. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what was that? Oh, you don't speak fake. That's Latin. the worst man. <laughs> Did you take the master class? Is that what it was? Um, any skills? Are you guys uh, coming back from uh, quarantine with anything? I don't uh, think so. Okay. All right. Moving on. <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, Real J Brinks says, guys, help me convince Richard Chen to buy my Plymouth Colt GTS Turbo, uh, DWA Rally veteran, by the way. He knows he wants it. I just, just made a nearly impulse purchase and need some room. So there you go. Uh, it, apparently, um, Richard Chen will not buy it. Unfortunately, there's Richard should definitely buy it. It's a really cool car. I was, I just saw <laughs> pictures of it the other day. That we had taken on cool. our rally, um, I believe it was the Sierra rally, um, and a uh, really cool car. Uh, it, yeah, I swear it didn't overheat at all, <laughs> and uh, it was it ran perfect. I was behind the Plymouth, and then Art's old SEC, Paul Mitchell, and myself. That was the three car train moving up the start of the Sierra rally. Yeah, seriously. Pretty rad site. Um, while that. Richard is claiming lack of space, <laughs> but um, I recommend that he's shoot, uh, you know, he shoot us over some deets, Mr. Branks, and uh, we'll maybe help you move it, move the vehicle to to set to a yeah. new uh, owner talk. in a new illustrious history. I don't know what I'm saying okay. anymore, guys. <laughs> but you're saying it with passion. Yeah. Um, yeah, that I'm I'm scrolling his feed to see a photo of the car. It's rad. It's got it's like that beige metallic, and it's on NK92. Yeah, I wheels. totally remember um, it. And it's dope. Yeah, it's a two tone. Oh, it's, it's beige That's with like a copper with like a copper brown. It's a really um, cool yeah. car. Yeah. And it was so yeah. clean. And those, yeah. those are like impossibly I, I rare. Like you, you never ever see those. So it's definitely a standout car. If you want to, it's like it's like um, it reminded me of um. Paul's like impulse, right? It's like something like that, where it's like a really cool, quirky car from that era that gets a lot of attention and interest from cool, like from, and it's all positive vibes, right? That's like what, kind of what I'm getting at. It's not like this show off car. God, this thing is, it's all greenhouse too. I've never seen a smaller C pillar. You guys need to look at it aren't looking at it right now, but um, yeah. yeah, it's pretty cool. I've always had a thing for the GLHS, um, and this kind of reminds me of that sort of vibe. Yeah. Uh, Chef Malone Jr. says, thoughts on a Safari Golf R. It's pretty simple with Tiguan springs and spacers, mm -hmm. also fully reversible. A 300-plus horsepower all-wheel drive rig with a Peter 993 vibe. If he uses it for that intended purpose, yes. Otherwise, it's just too, it feels kind of poser to me, right? Like, to do that sort of thing to a car that you're dailying and you want to enjoy on fun mountain roads. I guess he has a Mark II Golf for that, right? Mark II GTI. So maybe he's willing to sacrifice this car to do that sort of shit and keep his other cars as fun kind of canyon carver. There, it, it is, I mean, out of all, all the cars out there, that is a, that is a good candidate. And that's nice that you have an easy route mm -hmm. to it. Um, I, yeah. I was once looking at these, uh, uh, you know, just the uh, Mark V, Mark VI uh, GTIs, just the standard ones, um, and looking at some of the rally suspension options. But it's just like a good, uh, good platform, um, like just a solid chassis. Mm -hmm. And the, what's cool about the uh, Peter nine nine three Peter B nine nine three vibe that he mentions is that it would also be super functional. Um, I think that you know Peter B he went above and beyond and he had like MCS shocks made specifically for it. Uh, you know with the right full valving and everything, full skid plates. That's really where you would want to go, but you wouldn't have to be there. Even if you started with just yeah. the spring lift and you do the skid plates and you get. Uh, uh, you know, the, at that point, it just comes down to the tires and, and wheel choice um, and maybe throw some mud flaps on for good measure. Uh, but that would be a super functional car. Like if you don't find yourself using the, the, the Golf R for track days much, it would arguably be better around town. Mm -hmm. I was thinking, I said that. So he texted me and he, he sent me this picture of a 
a previous gen golf with flares like lifted and looked pretty rad. And he said, I'm thinking about doing this. And I said, LA bomber because he lives in LA and it's like, you're dealing with shitty roads and you don't have to think about any, like getting into a driveway or whatever, just mash around. But my worry is you lose its like character and become sort of unwieldy and uh, maybe just never really drives as nice all the time. So then you're compromising most of your driving experience for those kind of outlier moments. Yeah. Yeah. You would have to, I mean, I think it's right to question, you know, how you're really going to be using it. I mean, I, if, if really you're bombing around LA, I mean, you're not really using the performance anyways. (laughs) If anything, it's going to be better to have it lifted. Like you said, you know, for running over curbs and and doing, uh, well, I mean, what are you doing? Like freeways and, and surface. There's a lot of zigging and zagging in LA. A lot of zigging and zagging. Zigging and zagging. Driven down there more than I have, but I, I, you know, it's a lot of, yeah, a lot of ins and outs. Well, I'll say this. What's, what's fun about uh, L.A. traffic or driving in L.A. is like the speed on the freeways and the frogger aspect of like just getting through traffic. It feels like Dude, everybody's participating in this like it, it's straight totally up, lawless. you know, freeway racing, regardless of car, you like the mash. Nissans, the cheap Nissans are the ones going fastest and they have zero capabilities oh, uh, and the cheapest yeah. tires and they're probably worn down to, to shreds. Uh Everyone kind of feels like they're getting away with something when you're driving in LA. It's so like, what? I'm going too fast. So what would the, the effect be on the freeway here? Because he's probably gonna, you know, you want to go to a tire with sidewall and probably. It's yeah, not, you're gonna be a little bit, a little bit uh, wobbly, down less, uh, just less stability. You might think, also being, uh, have less fucks to give. Maybe mm. you're like stomping on it, and you're maybe you're a little bit more wallowy, but also it's like. You don't have to worry about randomly hitting a pothole. Like your tires can suck it up because you got more sidewall. Maybe, maybe right. it would be more fun. It's it. I don't know. Actually, shoot, ask Matt Farah in his like uh, safari experience. Oh right, he loves he's, it. He wait, loves wait. it, right? He's had very good reviews he about the it. functionality Ryan. of it, and that's the same exact Matt thing. Ferris. Excuse me, uh, <laughs> Ferris. Sorry, I got that wrong. I always forget. Uh, yeah, Ferris. Um, I, I think maybe that he, uh, <laughs> I just love that. That's, that is such a fucking inside joke. There's probably like 10 people in the world that know, know about that. <laughs> anyway, sorry. I don't, I don't, yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, no, I'm remembering you said it. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, that's exactly the same trade-off too. Right. I mean, he, he took a car, a, a Porsche, uh, 964 that was, you know, good, um, in the same way, good handling and everything. And, 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 Raise it up, added big meats, and he likes it more for daily driver duty. So mm, for that, I don't, know. I don't think he I don't know. Well, I, that's I what I I thought I read that somewhere. Uh, you guys tell no, me I if know. You he decided. definitely says that. I think he's convincing himself. Oh, uh, uh, it's like a, you buy a three thousand dollar mattress and then you have to say that it's good because there's mm-hmm. no other way to yeah. live. Yeah, because you you, so. you otherwise your brain explodes. Yeah, that's what I think. I don't uh, know, dude. It definitely I, makes I, the cars less zippable and and. I don't know. I mean, if you want zippy though, buy a I've only driven one car minivan, 911 Safari car, but uh, it definitely felt it made the car feel worse in every dynamic way, right, on the street. So I don't really, I, I don't know. I don't, I don't subscribe to it unless you're, unless you're actually using it as like a, you know, you have a killer dirt road up to your house and. Or, you know, you're you're going on these adventures all the time. Yeah, and that's... So one other data point, when he mentioned the the idea, he said for... I said L.A. Bomber, he said no. Sand and mm. snow. Or dirt and snow. Um, yeah, I mean... So he does... He's a, you know, skier, so there's that. But um, he could... his I don't think his fiance has a Tiguan. Buy a Tiguan, dude. What is it? They uh, have one. Oh, then fuck, you're set. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, but if he is going up there, if it's an option to take the lifted type or, or lifted Golf R, dude, take that option. Like that's pretty rad. And I don't. Yeah, Marvin. like I don't know. I guess Mammoth or uh, uh, going up to Big Bear. Big yeah. Bear. Right? I mean that 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 would be a pretty Pico, rad. Sepulveda, Wilshire, uh, La Cienega, La Cienega, uh, Bobby, La Cienega. <laughs> Thank you. I was forgetting. Pico, one. <laughs> I already said it. Wow, Come fuck. on, keep up. I'm I'm in. Uh, I say do it. What, do what it. are okay. your guys' votes? Okay. I like the reversibility. 
I like the reversibility. If that's the case and it's not like a huge expense for labor, try it. I'm going to say yay. A decent expense. Uh, yeah, I say nay. You got to get a whole set of wheels right. and tires and everything. I'm going to say nay. Mark, what do I'm going to say nay. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm going nay. Splitting this whole thing down the middle, guys. Good. Good. We like that. Uh, Bobby Reed with the car says, which car that you've owned would you most strongly recommend someone not to buy? Mm. Um, uh, my second car was a 1985 Chevrolet whoa. Uh, Blazer S10 based. And it had a, uh, V6 with a Rochester carburetor. That was a fucking pile of shit. It was manual transmission, two door, four by four, but, um, everything else is kind of horrible about it. The way it drove and it has, it has, those have like the thinnest stuff, fabric so. seats ever. Like the, like the fabric, it feels like you can tear it by running your finger along it. <laughs> yeah. And it's made of like burlap, like fine quality burlap sack. But, uh, yeah, that's, I guess that would be the car I've owned. I would probably not mm. recommend. Yeah. So I'm, I have, I'm thinking more of this from like a fun driver perspective. Like, um, People are like really nostalgic about the first generation Civic SI and also, the, I'm sorry, yes. Yeah, because the previous one was the S, so it was the 1600S or something. So I'm talking 1985-ish through 1987 Civic SI and the equivalent CRX. Um, they're cool looking, but they um, have almost zero aftermarket support. So like if you want to build a cool, like drivable, fun car out of it, Unless if you would drive it stock and put some tires on it and some brake pads, you're stoked. But if you want to modify it and like track it or do kind of more cool shit with it, there's really no support for them. And those are the ones that have that front torsion, um, torsion bar suspension. So like you have no way of like fucking with that stuff, right? Where all the other um, you know, Civics and Integras and all, all that stuff, you know, you have so much support for tinkering, you know, coilovers and spring options and shocks and sway bars. So there's like one tiny community that exists online. If they still exist, it was like red pepper racing or something like that. And um, basically I had one of those and I thought they were awesome looking and, you know, I, I gave up on it because it was just like, there's just nothing out there. Like, you know, like talking about intake headers, exhausts, tunes, everything, you know, that's all out the window. Like you're basically on your own. It's like owning like a, like a butt. That would be my my go. choice if you, just from a car that appears to be really fun and cool like at first glance, but just kind of a pain in the ass to own. Uh, diesel Rabbit. What well, Diesel think? Rabbit. If you know, if you're getting into it, knowing that you're driving, you're gonna own a super, super, super slow car, like dangerously slow car. It's kind of cool otherwise. And if you're intending on swapping it, does it's Uh, Buick Riviera, what go? He wishes it was a Riviera. Yeah, what was it again? Regal. Yeah, Regal. Uh, yeah what those are kind of cool, man. It's and just like a, a little. It's just like a comfortable couch uh, that just kind of you know cruises around. <laughs> All right, um, Lane. I can't think of anything super unrecommendable. Uh, TSX. I don't think it's unrecommendable. I mean, it's still a good, good, good at what it does. Um, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I can't. I mean, if there's like bad examples of stuff and situational, like you know, condition based. Yeah, and some cars just like don't do much unless you use. Like I had a Ford F one fifty for a little bit, <clears throat> and that thing was great at like going to the dump, but it sucked at everything else, right? Like, uh, and you know, I had that car for like that truck for like a year or something it was just kind of like what you know it's like i don't know i don't see owning one a truck like that unless you're using it like construction or something uh but yeah i don't think there's anything i could really like i had a i mean i drove a renault encore for a while that thing was a shitty car Well, you could. It's okay to not recommend a Renault Encore. Yeah, I, I don't recommend that. My parents okay. had a Chrysler minivan and new in the '80s, and that was the biggest pile of shit ever. So just blowing motors and trainings, blowing and stuff. motors, going through brakes every five thousand miles. You know, a lot of lot of stuff. Yeah, yeah. All right. Um, Pimp Wagon says, "Just got a Fiesta ST. Do I get 17s as standard, or go down to 16 for more sidewall?" 
what, what did um seventeen's not a bad seventeen's not bad. What did your boy Brian uh, run on his SG that you rallied? I think those were seventeens. Seventeen's good because you have really you good do. tire choices. You do have a lot of really good tire choices. And you might be limited, right? I mean, I think those have pretty big 16s. brakes, so you might have trouble with 16s. Yes. I'm, On a Fiesta? Well, the ST. Yeah, I doubt it's bigger than... I, I imagine he's asking because it's yeah. been he done. Probably knows. But, I mean, more sidewall yeah. is nice. I, yeah. I'm trying to picture that car because some of those, some of these modern cars, that even though they're small, they're very blobby and tall, and like a 16 might look ridiculous on that car, but that's an aesthetic thing. I don't know, but in terms of like comfort and all that um it's pretty decent and i have been looking at a lot at 16 inch tire uh, options the only issue with them is that there's Anything just good? all extreme performance stuff so if the car is going to be driven you know and, and those conditions are i mean that's the intended purpose of the car sure it's all extreme performance summer right so not great for rain not great not great for cold um that's you are limited in that way so um uh, in what like size? 225 45 215 45 225 50 16 um like yeah no you can get good continentals um sport uh, contacts and stuff. not in the size not okay. not in those sizes I, i've been checking well in i think 225 16 uh, yes you can 225 50 no, not 220 he's talking about going yeah, right. too right? you probably so need to go 55 be, or something yeah. you it's not 45 right. so yeah it's like you're 55. right yeah i don't know what the bigger sidewall options are actually um but 17s are way more supported across the board. We can agree on that. <laughs> yeah, hard to find wheels too, right? 16-inch wheels? I mean... I don't know. I don't think so. It's not. Just I wouldn't think so. But I, I think, like, Jordan Sanchez, I think, went from 18s to 17s on his Veloster N. And that's like a, a rag combo, and it looked it looked great. Mm. Added a little sidewall. Um, and I think I made, made that car look yeah. way better um, you said it rode cool. way better mm-hmm. it just thing. drove better with those yeah with sidewall so yeah and and you're not like getting crazy sidewall flex or anything with that with that tire yeah. either as the uh sidewall enthusiast here i'm gonna say try 16s just for lack of a better uh, choice but i do know yeah. tire choices are always um, tough, yeah, if, if, like art said i'm so. on board with it too yeah, find yeah, a good tire especially he should just look into that and make sure that whatever he's looking at is or, or he imagines putting on his part is available yeah, and but yep, then exactly. uh, th- this is a case where, yeah, his seventeens. I mean, if if it's keep seventeens or go through the extra expense of buying a whole new set of wheels when you weren't gonna do that otherwise, it's like I don't know. Seven, th- in this case, it, the car's pretty well set up, I think, out of the box. So right. it's not. No, so he has eighteens. He's talking about going to seventeens or something. Oh, yeah. Dang, really? They go eighteens on those things. Interesting. Um, so like a new Honda Civic Type R has yeah. 20. 30 right? serious tires. On a Civic. Yeah. 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 So, and that Terrible. car, it looks silly too. It would look so much better with 18s. Hmm. Yeah. Type R touring. That's what they need. All right. Yeti Overland. Last question. With Amazon buying Zooks and our friend Ali uh, being a friend of the show, what is the likelihood of a Lane Sushi Boat delivery service and can I get him via Amazon Fresh? Yeah. Hashtag Fresh as Ice. Uh, Lane, care to comment? There's yeah. a chance, dude. There's a chance. <laughs> <laughs> You're just hearing it for the money, right? Yeah, money You're talks, not... right? Although I said yeah. no money. What is it? What would so... that be called? What would oh, that chance be called? Or, I mean, their service. Um, it would be called uh, nah. pre-owned fish. <laughs> Um, it can't be Lane Sushi Boat. That's too generic. It's like, got to be like more creative than that, right? Yeah. I don't know. You put it in neon yeah. lights like that. You know that you might can, have the right look. Lane Sushi Boat. You could think about right. it longer. Storyboard yeah. it. Be cool. Storyboard I, it. So exactly. The, the, yeah, it's interesting. Like you know, to just have this Zooks mobile traveling around with Lane in it going door to door you know i guess that you know people yeah. order and it's like they, you make appointments mm-hmm. and lane just comes by One lane zook stores but it has, pop i mean open. that's like dude you're like 
you you're not really get you you know I can only be in so many places. So you're basically it's yeah, like a fucked up like, version of Santa. You just Claus. hire um, John Davis to do it yeah. too on yeah. the East Coast, and then like so you guys can kind of split your market. Stuff. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Market share. I just want him wearing the blazer, but no shirt. Not buttoned up. Just kind of <laughs> open a little bit. Uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. Just bare chest. Um, yeah, that's a. Uh, it's an interesting thought. And um, Zooks is like a ride-sharing thing, too. So Lane would be traveling around, and every once in a while, somebody would People would be in, in there with me. Yeah. On this route. How about this? Uh, Lane, maybe we make some silicone uh, body... Uh, oh, body nice. doubles. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, you know? Cool. And we so just lay those out. Instead of a real girl, yeah. a real Lane? <laughs> a real doll. I meant, I meant so real yes, doll. A, a that's real what Lane. <laughs> I do like how that idea scales. Yeah, sending these. Yeah, there's way more scalability with that for sure. Right, you just have way more money to be had. Way less. Unless I depends where our price point is. We could also lower the price point in this case. So, okay. All right, that's podcast. See you next time. Bye. Adios. Oh, Merry Christmas. And Merry Christmas to you. Patreon.com forward slash driving while awesome. Do you enjoy the DWA podcast? Give us a little love and support us on Patreon and get some awesome bonuses like a weekly exclusive Patreon podcast, exclusive stickers, koozies, and discounts on everything in our store, early access to rallies and other DWA events, and much, much more. Um, yeah. It really helps us out if you become a patron of the podcast and we hook you up with some really cool stuff. So join us now at patreon.com forward slash driving while awesome. Thanks.